Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mail. So today we are going a little bit in a different direction. I am going to be doing our our series on the four pillars of relaxed mail, probably on the more than likely on the next episode. And but today we've got a an actual my first interview for the for the show. This is actually kind of a, kind of a really neat discussion that I have with a good friend of mine named Jake Warner. And we are just we decided I well, I decided to sit down. I wanted to have a discussion about race. It's been going on. I I have very specific thoughts about it, very specific ideas about it, but I wanted to make sure see if I was on track, if I was completely off track, if I you know, if if what some of the things folks in society are saying today are actually true or if they're not true, how how off are they by one particular man's view? And so I decided I wanted to go ahead and sit down with, with my friend and, and do this. And it came together a whole lot faster than what I thought it was actually going to happen. I actually was going, I figured, you know, he may be able to ha- do something on the weekend or we may have to kind of putz around with our schedules a bit, but it was like, oh no, I can do it tonight. And so you're fixing to hear a recording that was done in the truck. So not the best recording environment, tried to make sure it was as quiet as possible, but with it being a hundred degrees outside, uh, a lot of the truck drivers beside me just really weren't keen on turning their trucks off while I talk on the phone. So you're going to, you may hear some truck noises and some other stuff and like that. I hope it, the the main discussion comes through and comes through good enough for you because there's some really good points in there because we find out that there's yeah there there may be a there is some racism out there there's well which we all know there is some racism out there that's it's there but is it as prevalent as what. Uh, BLM actually is saying. So we're going to look through that. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to have a a good time. It's a great discussion, and I and I recommend you go over to Jake's uh, podcast, uh, Big Brother Jake podcast, and search, look it up, subscribe to it because he's got some really incredible uh, content out there. So anyhow, I'm blab yabbering. So let's go ahead and let's go on with the discussion and we will be back with four pillars of relaxed mail following next week all right hello and welcome to relaxed mail podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves i am your host brian And I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. All right, everybody. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mail. So today, I made it called an audible. 
because I have been having a lot of different podcasts that I listen to come up talking about the issue of race. And there's certain things about, about the discussion, and I started to feel a lot of resistance inside of me. And I was like going, dude, there's a reason why you're having this reaction. You've got, there's, there's things that you may not agree with, but apparently when there's that, a lot of resistance, there's a lot of co- what's called cognitive dissonance. It says that rattling feeling of two opposing uh, thoughts that are banging around in your head. And this thing was banging around my head real good this week. And so I decided I needed to give a, give a friend of mine a good uh, call up and, and have him kind of help me come to understand what it is I'm thinking and what his views are is, is the news and what we're hearing actually true are, you know, are, are black men in the United States pulled over a heck of a lot more for little to no reason why, why white guys can go down the road 10 miles faster than them and not, not be stopped at all. These are types of questions that really kind of jumped in my head and i mean i'm not wanting this to this conversation to really go down a political uh, lane because this isn't a political show this is a show to help us men become the become better men so that we can help to lead our kids and more specifically our sons to become the leaders of the future and so guys i want to welcome y'all to have y'all welcome to the show jake warner of the incredible podcast big brother jake jake how you doing my man i'm good man it's good to see you it's been a long time brother how you been it has been now uh, since a lot of a lot of y'all have no clue jake and i were squids together we bobbed around in the ocean on the great uh, uss kitty hawk we did and in the same we're in the same division and just had had a lot of memories a lot of a lot of a lot of P ways being and being mopped and, and waxed and yeah, don't forget that and, buffer. <laughs> oh god, yeah, playing with that buffer. <laughs> so, but anyhow, so let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Yes, sir. What is your experience with what what a lot of people are wanting to call uh, systemic racism? Is are you seeing that? I I've definitely experienced it. In many aspects, I've I've been pulled over more times than I like to admit. Um, it's happened in a workplace. I've worked in the entertainment industry for 21 years, and it exists. I'm not going to sit here and say it's been easy for me because it hasn't. But I try to let my skills and my personality shine for themselves, and let people judge me off my my uh, skill set as opposed to my, the color of my skin. But okay. I most definitely have experienced it. Okay, and so is it? And what actually kind of and the reason why I kind of jump over to the car thing is, I one show that I listened to is the Ray Edwards show, and he had I want to say his name was Fred Jones, Doctor Fred Jones, and. Uh, he's a he's an author, accomplished author, and he's just trying to really start uh, expand his business. And so he was talking with Ray Edwards, and Ray was having uh, kind of the discussion that we were having. And he talked about where he was doing five miles over the speed limit down in Louisiana, and they just took him out of the car, put him in the back of the police car, and took him to jail. And he, uh, Fred actually had to have a have his lawyer call down there, and within you know within an hour or two, he was out. But still, 
just mm-hmm. the fact of, of surprisingly hearing, you know, it's just like, I, uh, by the sound of a uh, guy named Dr. Fred Jones, and he's actually, a, I, I don't know what type of doctoral he is. I think it's it's in English, but it's still, he was he's a doctor. He's a, right. he, he's not uh, someone who you would think would be a, some type of troublemaker. And right. so it was, that was kind of the first real big wake up in my eyes. Like, well, mm-hmm. okay, maybe there is actually something to the, to all the, to everything that we're actually hearing. Right. And so how do you, how does somebody go about, if we're wanting to start trying to have a discussion, because I think that's probably what the key to what we're all needing to Absolutely, do. Absolutely. Yes. Is, is start having and more than just what the the lame Starbucks let's talk about race thing. Right. It's, it's more of how do we? What do you think needs to have? How does the discussion in your mind need to need to go start out? Because that's the hardest part. Of, because we're all afraid of. Well, how am I going to sound if I try yeah. to start trying? Right. To, am I going to sound racist if I'm asking about race and? Or, <laughs> You know, you've got all these fears that build up. Sure, so. yeah. I mean, as it is right now in this country, you know, we're on a we're sitting on a powder keg, you know, and it's it's everybody, not just black, not just white, not just Latino. It's everyone. We're all sitting on a powder keg, you know, because a lot of it's classism. But in order to start a dialogue, I think all of us as a collective need to sit down with an open mind and realize. This does happen in this country. I mean, I'm, I'm from Los Angeles. I grew up in California. So racism out here isn't as big as, say, down south or the different boroughs in New York and whatnot. But the key to having a discussion is have an open mind and realize that whether you believe it or not, these types of things do happen in this country. A lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, I don't believe it. But a lot of people won't believe it because they didn't live it. And when I tell people my experiences that I've gone through, and there's been over a dozen, maybe more, I've lost count, people tend to say, oh, come on, you must have been speeding. Or you must have been this or that. I think we need that open-minded dialogue. We just got to be open to different discussions different opinions, different experiences, and realize, yeah, what you may not have gone through doesn't mean this other person didn't go through it. So right. that's where we need to start, first and foremost. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and in the in the middle, the flyover country, as some people like to refer to it, right. yeah, it's you're, it's a rare time, I mean, especially if you're in a small town. My town, right. we had a, we had one boy, he was adopted, he was a mixed race. Uh-huh. So he was the closest thing to to we used to used to joke around. He was well. He, I I believe he at least how us kids acted. He was well loved. We used to call him our soul man just because he, <laughs> he was the one that brought soul to the to the group. And in all reality, I mean, granted, we probably were some sort of some way, you know, kind of extenuating what little bit of our, of racism we did have. Right, but. At the same time, he he rolled with it, and we rolled with it. And I mean, he was he was played football, and he was a, a great guy. I mean, my son brought has a has a great friend. He's in the Navy now. As, okay. as a matter of fact, he's Tim Anthony is he's actually stationed over in Florida, but one of Jaden's best friends, and 
he was a, he was, he's a kid of color and I and he was a very laid back kid or is was like he's not in my life anymore we right. still hear from him all the time but mm-hmm. uh, he is one of the most laid back guys you ever come across and there was and there's so I, it seems like that's why I, I think I have such an, an issue is because I mean we welcomed Tim Anthony in the house he was he's one of our one of our adopted kids, so right. to speak. And mm-hmm. so and there's those, when everybody starts running around saying everybody, so-and-so, 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 this, you know, the whole, trying to paint a, a whole side of an aisle, to speak, right. with, uh, with a very broad brush. If anything, that causes me to fully understand the, the, the problem with, with stereotypes. Yes. Because it's like going, well, dude, y'all don't like to be painted with a broad brush, and neither do we. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, granted, there's probably, you know, some little grandmas that still run around, and you know, they'll they'll drop an N word from time sure. to time, and not yeah. think twice. Well, I, my dad did. I love my my. I, I wish he was still around. But one of the funniest stories I ever had about dad was him and my my wife and a friend of hers. They went to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And there was this, and according to what Jana and and Sherry said, there was a beautiful black woman walked by. And my dad, he looked at her and he watched over, and he, all of a sudden he was like, "That's a good looking lady. Oh, oh that's a really good looking lady." He's like, oh, "Dad, man. shut up! You're gonna get so." And I, I know he he was he was raised where he was back during that time. He was, sure. he was. And so he didn't really think anything of what, what saying saying was, but I can understand that because he did have a little bit of that, you know, that racism that he grew sure. up with yeah. and there's he whether he meant to, or didn't mean to, or whatever. I know I'm sure he passed some prejudices or thoughts that could be conceived as, mm-hmm. as racism on on to me, and these are things that I'm kind of starting to realize, and that's where I I, I know that I don't know enough to know what I don't know. Right. I, <laughs> Say that three times. I, I know I'm. I, there's probably already through here. I'm sure I have said a few things where you're like going, "Dude." Shut up, dude. Ooh, oh God, man. Oh God, dude. No, you didn't say that. You know. So, so how do we? So with with having a conversation uh-huh. and having that open mind, as you said, uh-huh. where do we? How do we have that? How do we have the conversation and not go to the point where we're you know we're popping our tops just because someone did a social blunder? Well, here's the thing. Anytime I get into these types of discussions, you know, I, I go in with an open mind and I, I go in wanting to learn the behaviors that, that people are exuding, okay? Right. I, I understand certain generations use certain words because I got friends that live out of state, even in California, where they'll say a certain word and like, what? But I, I also have to understand it's a generational thing too. You know, they don't mean to do it. It's just what they were taught. And right. that's the thing. We got to learn to understand our history of one another. You got to understand, you know, even though it's these times now, some of us weren't raised, you know, we were raised to think otherwise or, or hear certain words and it's comfortable in the family. My mother's white. 
So and all her family's from one of the flyover states from Kansas. So, okay. you know, one of the things is I heard that word a lot at a lot of the cookouts on my mom's side of the family. But what I ended up doing, instead of getting upset about it, I always try to make it a teachable moment. So I would say, why are you saying that word? Why, why do you think I do this? I know it's a stereotype, but am I that person? Do I go around stealing stuff? Do I go around have my pants sagging off my ass? Excuse my language. I don't know if you know, but like, okay, so off my ass. <laughs> like, no, I'm not that guy. So if it's not just me that's like this. We have that throughout all races. I mean, you're going to have your quote-unquote ghetto people in every race. You know, right. white trash, you know, hoodlums, whatever you want to call it. But it starts with learning the history. I can't be mad at somebody, say if I'm talking to somebody that's like 75 years old. I can't be mad at that person whatsoever because they don't know. They didn't grow up open-minded like that. But if I can show somebody or, 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 or hear them out and they hear me out, that's where it begins. That's where we can build off one another and get to learn one another. And then eventually, oh, well, this person ain't like this or this person's not like that. And that's where it starts. We have to start by being open-minded, not being so damn offended by everything. Like, it's an offensive word. I hate the word. I don't even use it, you know, amongst my own people, okay? I hate the word. I will not use it. But that's where we begin. That's what we have to do. Learn our backgrounds. Don't be offended. Be open-minded. Let it get out and then learn why that person is using that word. Educate them as to why they shouldn't use the word or have that mindset. And that's where we can begin a really thorough dialogue. Okay. So to see if I can see if I'm uh, fully understanding what you're saying. Yeah. So actually, when, when you're actually having a discussion, try using just a little bit of... Uh, maybe empathy yes to the fact that they're they all right yeah he, he's he's a little bit on the dumb side he's a little <laughs> slow at the moment give, give that give that poor poor white guy just a, a, a little bit of grace just, a, just a touch, you know. so <laughs> is what you kind of what you kind of say yeah. first vice i mean you, you might have the might have a be to, uh, i might be talking to a, a black gentleman who is feeling so incredibly hurt over how society has oh, yeah. treated him. So he's going to be angry. Yeah. And yeah. to and to bestow just a little bit of grace to him and, and say, dude, it sounds like you're pissed off. Just why? Right. Why are you mad? What is it about that? And when they go through and start spouting all the things that, you know, all the generalities. Yeah. To what uh, a very wise woman once told me, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> Listen twice as much as you speak. That's so right. Don't don't try to rebut against what he says, even, no matter how general and how stereotypical it may sound. But l hear him out and listen to what he's actually. Try to listen to exactly what he's saying. Right. Exactly. Have some empathy. You hit it on the head there, Brian. Empathy is what's needed in these types of discussions. You know, you can't just brush off that. You know what I've gone through is. You know, ah, that's not, that, that doesn't happen. Okay, it may not happen right now, but it's happened. You know, my parents, when they got married, in 28 states, their marriage was still illegal back in 1968. Okay. Wow. So, and, and my, my father, he grew up in Washington, D.C., so he's right in the middle of the civil rights movement. You know, when he right. got married to my mother, that, my mother grew up, grew up in California, okay? 
he wasn't used. She was like, it's not like that out there. It's different. And she she experienced reverse racism. And she had to show her in-laws, I'm not like what you think. And then, but and she had to learn the same. So we have to have the empathy of, okay, you did go through it. Tell me what it made, what, how it made you feel, why you feel a certain way, this, that, and the other. You hit it on the head with that. And, and I think I've had the same type experiences where I've had to have empathy because being in the entertainment industry, I've been a radio and TV for 21 years, going on 21 years. And I do have to work twice as hard. There's a, there's a lot of nepotism, you know, no matter what color, there's a lot of nepotism in, in, in entertainment. But one of the things, one of my great mentors, Tom Bowman, he's a white man and he's a little older than me. And I said, man, you know, I'm from the hood. I grew up in a very dangerous neighborhood in uh, Southern California, in a city called San Bernardino, which is like the Detroit of the West Coast. It's really bad out there. And <laughs> I had that mentality. You know, I was in the Navy, and I was always open-minded. We had a white, my, my best friend, uh, and this is going to be my best friend's white, but, like, he is, you know, 35 years, my boy Paul. We didn't see that stuff. But I still had that mentality of I didn't grow up around a lot of white people. So right. when I got into the entertainment industry, my man Tom Bowman, I'm like, man, you're not going to show me anything, man. I'm just a black kid from the ghetto. And he, he literally grabbed me by my collar and said, we don't do that stuff here, man. I just want you for your skill set. I don't give a damn what color you are. And that's what opened my eyes like, oh, well, it's not like that either. I don't have to have that mentality of, whoa, you know. So empathy is needed in these types of discussions. And we can't just assume, oh, because he's white, he doesn't like black people. Or he's a black dude, he's a gangbanger. Oh, he's Mexican. He must be a cholo. Like it's not like that. I mean, of course, every a stereotype happens from something that somebody's seen. I get all that, but it's up to us, especially in this generation, to talk it out and to learn and not just, well, you know, I was raised that way. Well, okay, maybe you were, but you're smart enough. We're, we're we're in an era where we have smartphones and dumb people, so you can crack that thing up <laughs> and get off Facebook for one moment and kind of do some homework, you know. Being in the Navy, that exposed me to a lot of uh, cultures, as you know, because you were, you served, so, and we served together. And I, I didn't see that. I didn't see Brian the white guy. I just saw Brian the cool dude, you know? So right. that's what we need. That We need more of that, and we can advance as a race, a human race, as opposed to, you know, you're white, you're black, you're this, you're that. It, it, I've never grew up like that, so it's really hard for me to comprehend it. So, Okay. Well, here's, a, here's another question. Yes, Do you ask think away. racism has actually gotten worse since, uh, say, the let's say eighties. Eighties kind of where my area of consciousness really starts to starts to go. So I mm -hmm. mean, I'm part yeah. of the seventies, but still, it's, yeah. the eighties is, is where <laughs> I grew up. Baby, myself, man. So, <laughs> so but, do you think? Do you mm -hmm. think racism has actually gotten worse? Or is it just become more in the uh, forward mind? I think it's become more exposed because we have more outlets where you can see it. I don't think it's, I think it's gotten better, but there's certain areas, certain people that continue to facilitate racism. You know, like here in California, a city called Fallbrook, right near San Diego. You have Tom Metzger and all those people down there with the skinheads, which a lot of people don't know. You know, California, we have our share of the Klan and stuff here too, mainly in San Diego. So, yeah, it's out there. And I've 
I think it's gotten better, but it hasn't gotten like overall better. I just think it's being recorded now. <laughs> I just think okay. it's being more pushed out more. People are more brave to say, yeah, I don't like ends or I don't like this or, you know, I, I can't stand whitey. People, people just like, they don't care. You know, because everything's be taboo. Like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. People are just bold now. They just feel like they can say it and not, not give a damn. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, that is one thing. I, it seems like has gotten way. If there's any drawback from the internet, mm-hmm. I think it's the increase of tribalism that is absolutely. That is where I've got yep. my camp, and if you say anything wrong about, yes. you know, it steps out of that little that little confined area. You know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're a traitor, and, right? And people become fear afraid that they're going to be you know kicked out of that particular tribe. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can see yeah. And, but you're right. It's it, it is definitely being recorded a lot more. It is. It, and if I can piggyback off what you're saying, if I, not to interrupt you, brother, but along with what's going on with racism, we gotta also realize there's classism within racism too, because I live in a nice neighborhood I, and, and I do good for myself. So I'm the only black guy in my area, but right. I'm not looked upon as the only black guy, because in reality. Oh, well, if he could afford to live here and he's driving this car or this truck or whatever. Oh, and, and, and of course, what I do, I work for Los Angeles Clippers and Los Angeles Kings. That opens a lot of doors for me. So people assimilate, right. oh, make your money with a certain type, you know. So there's classism involved in it, too. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's out there. And, but classism has a lot to do with racism as well. It's, right. it's very prevalent. Okay, so would you call, so when you hear, and I really, uh, this is almost as bad, at least to me, I, I have the same reaction, or mm-hmm. a, a reaction similar to, almost similar to what, how people refer, react to the N-word. Yes. The white privilege part mm-hmm. is, are, so, would that, is that even... Would you see, do you say that you see something similar to that? Or is that just people looking at, trying to look at race as the same same class as what class it is? Well, when I see, no, I, I get 100% what you're saying. When I hear the term white privilege, and, and this is what I think needs to be understood. White privilege isn't, oh, I'm white. I've never gone through anything hard. Because I know white people that are rich, white people that are poor, white people middle class. It's not, oh, here, I got a card, I'm whitey, I can get through. What white privilege is defined as, from what I've learned and what I, who I've talked to, white and black, you go through a struggle, but the struggle isn't your skin color. So, for example, if somebody, two people are up for the same job, and somebody, you know, like a black man has to work a little bit harder than a white guy. Right. A lot of that is based off of, oh, well, he's white. But, you know, that's white privilege. It's okay. not, It's not. hey, man, get out of jail free card. That's not what it's defined by. As, as, as I learned, you know, right. everybody goes through, you know, I know a lot of guys that work their ass off. And it doesn't matter what color they are. It's just your color wasn't prohibiting you from advancing. Right. Okay, because yeah, I've, I've always heard this, had a uh, granddad who actually he 
had he only whenever he'd go to the doctor, he mm-hmm. actually only went to black doctors. Oh wow! And his reasoning behind that was because they actually had to work four times harder to Absolutely. get into college and to stay in college and yeah. graduate from there. So they knew their stuff is what he Absolutely. was always, yeah. always saying. So I mean, so and that's is that kind of what they're so from what. Is that kind of what they're referring to as the white privilege is because right, they exactly and, and that's a, had to work harder. Right. And that's what I referred to back when I when I started in the radio and TV business. I knew there was people that I knew I was way better than skill wise. I could blow them away with my editing skills, you know, voiceover, whatever. I knew I could do better than them. But I have worked for people <laughs> that's like, oh, well, we'll keep you here because that's where you're needed. I'm like, well, that guy can't do the job, and I know I could do it better. So that would be a sort, you know, what, what you're talking about there. It's, okay. it's out there still, and people go through it. Also, if I piggyback off that, I'm not a fan of affirmative action either because I don't want to be picked just because of my skin color. I want to make sure that I'm doing the job that's asked of me, and I know I could do the damn job. So... Don't have me in just because I'm black or because I'm white or whatever. If you can do the damn job, you can do the damn job. And that's why when California got, you know, I was fine. I was like, okay. You know, that's what we have to understand. You know, sometimes people will get picked because of their last name. If they have an EZ at the end, oh, man, we can't hire him. And he might have three times better skills than the person that's picked. So it, 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 it still exists, but we're getting better at it. But we have a long way to go. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, sounds like a, a, a place to kind of stop for the for the times. We're up to about to about thirty minute mark. So before we uh, before I let you go, yes. Why don't you why don't you share with the uh, with the audience who you are, where you can be found, what you, what your uh, show is about, and, and all right. And, and, uh, my favorite part of the show, Brian. <laughs> I get to plug my show. All right. So I have a podcast like you, which your podcast is amazing, by the way, Brian. I love it. You, I love how you you go into depth about, you know, being comfort, you know, being comfortable with your masculinity and, and you can be open. So first of all, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Now my turn. Um, <laughs> my podcast is called The Big Brother Jake Podcast. I'm based out of Los Angeles, California. And my podcast, we're kind of like an escape from your day-to-day BS of what's going on. I'm not saying we don't touch on politics, but I kind of ban it from my show. I talk about empowerment. I talk about things like, you know, I've had mental health issues. I'm going through a divorce. I'm a single dad. The dating world as a single dad. I talk about when I've been arrested, not arrested, but like pulled over for no reason because of my skin color. Or when I've you know, messed up a chance to give it a beautiful woman. Like, it's everything and nothing at the same time. I guess you can call it like Seinfeld, you know, where it's, <laughs> it's a lot about, you know, a show about nothing. But we have fun, and I have certain guests come on. Like, I've had Stephen A. Smith come on. I've had a six-time gold medal Olympic winner, Amy Van Dyken. She's one hell of a swimmer. So I've had entertainment guests on. We talk sports. We talk a little politics. We talk life in general. You know, right. I try to relate to the people. It's a show for the people, and, and that's what we're about, the Big Brother Jake podcast. Awesome. And we're, we're, awesome. we're on, awesome. we're on uh, SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. You can find us pretty much in every platform. Excellent. All right, guys. And follow him. Uh, join, uh, subscribe to the show because 
It is. It's a great show. You're, Thank you. You're there to be. You're there to be entertained and to learn at the same time. If there's ever been a good a, a good example of uh, of uh, edutainment, it's. I have to say, Big Brother Jake does a good job of that. You're, Appreciate you're, that, man. Thank you. You're going to giggle somewhere along the way. At least I have. So. <laughs> well, we're, we're there to entertain, as you say. I love that word, by the way. That's what we do on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So, our, guys, y'all take care. Thank you again for, for listening to uh, Relax Mel. If you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, you know how to get a hold of me over at brian at relaxmail.com. That's brian with a Y. Or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and leave questions there. If you happen to uh, like the show, please subscribe. It uh, doesn't quite help me get up the, up the uh, ranks, but or subscribing actually does help get up the ranks. Leaving the rank, uh, the ratings and review just gives gives me a good social credit and uh, five stars. Give them five stars, y'all. Five <laughs> stars, five stars. Damn it! And you can do that. You can leave a, re- a review over at over at iTunes by going to relaxbell.com forward slash Apple, or if you are on an Android, you can also go to uh, relaxbell.com forward slash Podchaser, and that'll take you to the Podchaser site, and you can leave a rating and review there. Those guys are doing great job of having the imdb for uh, podcasts so with that guys i thank y'all again and we will catch y'all later jake man it's been a pleasure it was an honor to be on your show thanks brother